0: I don't believe this! Where is Earl? I wrote him a seven-page memo to be here ten minutes before his shift. He's probably still home reading the memo. (laughs) Why do I have to put up with this? I'm the producer. That should mean something. It means a lot when your uncle owns the station. (laughs) That's just a rumor I started to get a parking place. It's the Dave jones Podcast coming at you on the day before St. Patrick's Day in March 2016. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Don't you love this old-fashioned 70s, 80s music? This used to be the NCAA intro in 1982, and I love it, and I miss it. Although, you know, you gotta love the classic that they have now, which we all know, and we'll play later, but... Yes, it's the day before the tournament starts. March Madness kicks underway this week on the Dave Doskow podcast. know why I uh, kept that going all the time. I think my computer froze for a little bit. (laughs) Well, listen, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am Dave Juskow, and this is my podcast, and uh, I don't know, you know, once again, uh, really got, uh, I don't have anything as exciting as this music planned. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I I haven't been doing a lot of stuff lately. I think my podcast has suffered, although i got to say, I was listening to last week's podcast, as I often do, um, when I'm walking down the street because of lack like of better stuff to listen to. Sometimes I listen to other people's podcasts, sometimes I listen to my own, I listen to it, and I thought it was, uh, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, you know, if you if you're into the movies, if you're into that kind of stuff, and arguments about why somebody should be... Nominated Or, or, or win and, and you know It was a very entertaining show I think You know I'm still angry I, I wanted to go through Best actress this week I'll just keep doing it I'll just keep talking And doing it But you know It's the tournament So what am I supposed to do I mean technically It doesn't matter I don't even know I mean my friend Kenny Was supposed to come today He couldn't do it I'm not going to force him He's the only guy I wanted to come today You know the hours That I tape Are so awkward for everybody I think that's half the problem but, uh, you know, you can't do this on... I could, could I have done this on Sunday? Yeah, but they didn't select the teams yet. So, you know, it's difficult. They You know, they select the teams Sunday night, and then, you know, you got to fill out your brackets. So the problem is, you know, I wanted to... I should have taped this yesterday, but what happened was should have taped it on Tuesday. You know, sometimes I like to tape it Tuesday afternoon or in the morning. But what happened was Monday night, I got a call from Rachel Feinstein, who was having some problems... Uh, you know she always calls me crying all the time That's the only time I get to talk to her these days She's becoming very successful So she needed a place to stay She called it like 3 in the morning You know what I'm talking about guys <laughs> That that didn't happen But uh, yeah she came over on 3 in the morning Blew up the air mattress Ordered some food you know So we can talk it out And that then I knew the Tuesday morning thing was ruined Because I was going to be up late um, You know whatever she's going through. got to help out my pal, right? I mean, that's what I do. That's why they call Dave Juskow, because, you know, as much as I like to talk, I like to listen. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I'm just kidding. I don't listen at all. I usually just make fun of people when they're telling me serious stuff, but people seem to enjoy it. Uh, I guess they enjoy the fact that I'm really just not paying attention at all, and nothing really uh, bothers me. You can tell me anything that's devastating and maybe I'll make an expression that I really care but I really don't and I'll probably just be glad it's not happening to me yeah that's how that's how kind of bad it is I mean I care and I really like people and I don't want them to be uh you know upset and stuff but you know selfishly I'm uh you know I'm never really sad nothing really bothers me um I, I mean I'm sad all the time you know but I'm not sad by other people's misery just doesn't uh, doesn't you know people dying doesn't doesn't bother me doesn't I don't know why that doesn't affect me at all yet um you know if they take the grinder off tv I've got something to say and then I'm going to be angry and I get ironically sad or if my sports team loses that's an embarrassment I probably get more sad over the of over a jets loss than I do if my find out my mother was dead that's just not right but that's the way I'm wired what do you want me to do about it I mean uh Like I said, I just get sad But that's why I'm all mixed up That's why I can't really get anywhere I can't get any further in life Because I'm a mess You know, like I'm just not like everybody else Which is good and bad I suppose So yeah, I couldn't do the thing on Tuesday Because Rachel came over And then we, you know So then I ordered, you know I'm eating late at night I'm having a grilled cheese You know, I've been All messed up from all week from that You know, even though it was just yesterday I forgot it's only Tuesday. But the thing is, you know, I'd like to have Kennedy come. We'll go over the brackets. It's kind of fun. But, you know, I don't know how much fun it is. I don't I don't know if I was listening. I mean, if I'm listening to it on a, a Thursday morning, I'm into it. But if I'm listening to it on Friday and I can't change my ba- brackets, what's the point? You know, because this doesn't come out till Thursday morning. But I guess for my money, it's like I want to have the proof that I filled out this bracket somehow. Because that's important to me. And I don't really have anything to do. I tell you, you know, usually I look, you know, I look in the paper, I see what's happening. Nothing is striking my fancy this week. I really got nothing to talk about. So I played, so two things. The First of all, I played a clip up front last week, which I completely just forgot about. I played the Superman clip because I had a whole to-do about um, Superman. Because Superman Batman's coming out, so I was going to talk about Lois Lane and stuff like that. But I think I might hold that off until next week or... Whenever, because, uh, you know, the tournament is this week, and I just want to talk a little sports, because um, if I talk sports, which is this started as a sports show, I can, uh, you know, when I go to the Devils game, I can use that as a tax write-off. Uh, so it's important that I continue to talk about sports. And it's true. it's not I'm not uh, scamming anybody or anything. You know, I'm obviously working on my taxes from last year. It's not a scam I talk about it in the podcast. So technically... I am, you know, that's. A, I'm sure people write off a lot more horrible stuff, so it's not bad. And I'm really, uh, I'm very good about it. Like I try not to take advantage when I'm going through my taxes. I, I do the best I can. My dad told me about these expenses, and then my, my accountants uh, tell me what I can and can't do. And they, um, they're they're really good, and they handle all the comics. And so, everything's cool. I mean, in a way. I kept so many detailed records, I was almost hoping for an audit one day because I'm like, look, I, I have an explanation and a receipt for everything. But uh, then, then this year, I just got... I don't, I don't know, you know, I just got sad and I got upset over financial issues and I stopped keeping track of everything. So I had to go back and take a look at stuff, but I mean, I just stopped keeping immaculate details like I used to. And I used to keep immaculate records of everything I spent, but none of that made a difference... Uh, Thomas Jefferson, you know, I'm obsessed with the forefathers. Thomas Jefferson used to do the exact same thing, and he went bankrupt. He was a mess with his finances. He just kept spending and spending just the way I do, but he kept immaculate records, which is technically what I do, and I just, you know, I don't take another look at the records because I don't want to know, which would probably help me later on when I'm doing my tax or, you know, figuring out a budget and, and stuff like that Oh my god my cat's driving me crazy today No do not Don't come over here No you're annoying I feel bad I'm taking her to the bed on Saturday Shh. She doesn't It's not like a vet vet. It's just the doggy daycare center downstairs, but I think they just give her some work. I haven't taken her to a vet in years because every time I took her to the vet, um, she came back with like a disease of some sort. Like, or I don't know. Something was weird. So then I stopped taking her. She's like, a, a besides her being overweight, and that's all my fault from the beginning, you know, kind of like her master. Um, is it bad if I, call, if I say that I'm her master because she's a black cat? Is that bad? That's not bad, right? That's what we call them. Um... But uh, yeah, I mean You know, you just start eating And then you're overweight and you can't lose it And I fed her wrong when I first got her Because I didn't know, I never had a cat And there's no books on the subject No, I know there's a hundred books on the subject (laughs) I want to pretend like it's, uh, you know When we talk about our parents and how they didn't understand, they didn't understand, they didn't know. That's because there were no books on the subject back when our parents were parents, you know what I mean? Now there's so many books on the subject, it's so goddamn annoying. I just found out today, and I've told you about this, that my nephew is doing Beauty and the Beast, and he gets to kiss the hottest girl in school. The hottest girl in school whose parents I just met. Well, I'd met them before, but I met them on Saturday, and we were talking about this. Hopefully, not in a creepy way, but I don't know. Maybe I ruined it. My sister told me today they cut the kiss out. They cut the kiss out because everyone's so uptight. Something happened that they cut the kiss out because everybody was talking about it. Everybody couldn't wait to go, everybody was excited to see this kiss knowing everybody in the audience the kids the parents you know because it's a little 13 year old kid it's just going to be a peck but it's exciting we know it's the first you know everybody would know the backstory it's going to be the most exciting thing to happen to junior high but something happened maybe it was my fault maybe i was talking to the parents but they seemed just as excited I was talking to the parents of the girl and the kiss was canceled and we're trying to find out why oh my god i hope it wasn't my fault if you would kill me, because if the if the girl's parents had said something, it was probably my fault. Because maybe I got to them on Saturday. Maybe I maybe I was talking too much. Maybe because, you know, a single man with a cat talking about their daughter being kissed by this this boy is probably just not cool. They seemed cool. They seemed like okay people. You know, I meet all my sister's friends. I have no idea who they are. I meet them every year at her birthday party, and I just—I I guess you know—I guess I take a guess if they mention their kids. Sometimes I'll know who they are. I don't know everybody. I'm very bad with names and faces. Everyone knows this, but um, I'm really upset about the canceled kids because now what's the point? So, so why do the show? Why are you doing Beauty and the Beast if there's if there's if this is a passionate love affair that, that's clearly too, what What are they going to hug at the end? What's the point? The kiss is what everything's about. I mean, every five-year-old knows you got to kiss Prince Charming. Prince Charming's got to kiss Snow White to wake her up. What's the big deal? I mean, it would be a big deal for me. I don't think I could do it at 13, but my nephew was cool with it. Maybe the girl said something. I don't know. She's the hottest girl in school, though. You wouldn't think it would be a problem. I don't think I could handle it is what I'm saying, even just a peck. I mean, it's easy to talk about now, but when I was 13, oh, my God, there was no way. Everybody got together, place me in the bottle I'm, you know, somewhere else I'm like, nah, I'm not ready for this I'm not ready for this I was a mess I didn't kiss a girl until I was 40 Well <laughs> Maybe 39 But no, I. I mean, I'm still a mess I mean, I'm still a mess I mean, I just cannot get it together Romantically sexually you know it's like I mean I just can't I mean I just um, I don't know what's the Matter with me I've always Been so uptight and nervous you Know and it's funny because sometimes I think about I yeah, you know, I've And then, then I think about it and I'm just like well how did I even work that out how did I even work that out But you know the comedy helped being On stage helps But like we've talked about so many times You know there were so many times where I'd be on stage, you know, or I wouldn't be on stage, you know, when tell would always have girls. David Tell would always have girls. All the comics, Jeff Ross, we know that. And the fact that I ever had girls was kind of a miracle because, you know, I, when I wasn't doing comedy, I think that they were always impressed because you know how hard it is to, to get girls when you're not on stage performing and making people laugh? That's easy. It's, it's just being a complete, you know, being a legal secretary as a man in the 90s which if you can get a girl then you're you're kind of a living legend which i am because yeah it's not pretty easy in the 90s i was a legal secretary in the 90s there were no men legal secretaries that was a girl's work and you know i was one of the girls in the in the office pool (laughs) and the girls love me they don't treat me like one of the girls but they also knew i was a man But my boss's kids would make fun of me. Like, ha, you're a man and you're a secretary. Can you imagine? (laughs) Oh, I got shit on all the time. But I was really good. I was really good. I don't know. So anyway, yeah, I'm pretty pissed off about this nonsense. So what I was going to do, I was going to do the uh, Superman thing. So um, so, uh, going back to what I'm playing at the top of the hour, I didn't do anything with Superman last week. This week I just played... Uh, A clip from Hello Larry If you remember this Gem of a television show Because For some reason At lunchtime lately I've just been watching MASH Starting from season one I've always liked MASH I've seen every episode And of course I know that now By just going over season one I was just like Oh my god I had no idea This was all season one Some of the funniest episodes Were season one Of MASH the TV show And you know how I worship The movie very much So just Because now that I have Netflix I was just like I'm like all right, that's what I'm going to watch During lunch And I'm really enjoying myself. And about, I guess I watched one of them that was just on regular TV the other day, which was season two or three, uh, maybe two. And I remember they said McLean Stevenson, you know, Henry Blake was out. And I noted he was not in there. Like, he left right away. Now, we know he left, and we know how he was killed because the producers were furious. So I was just looking it up the other day just to understand why he left. You know, I just can't figure it out. It was such a good show and oh my god, the reason now he's dead in real life now. But the reason he left that show is he he didn't want to be second banana. Fucking sorry, McLean Stevenson didn't want to be second banana. What an asshole. Can you imagine this guy? McLean Stevenson I I wasn't I wasn't the big star. I wasn't getting the big laughs. So he leaves the show. They kill him off, so he can never come back. Because the producers are furious. They're furious. So then they had they just killed him off. He can never return. Because they hate him. And then he goes and does Hello, Larry. That's his plan to be top banana. You just heard some of that dialogue. I don't know. Maybe your friends haven't at the station. <laughs> like, what a dick! What a dick! Him and Wayne Rogers. Anybody, anytime you, need, you know, now people, I think they get it. We've talked about this before. You know, Shelley Long uh david caruso david caruso was able to manage another career but i mean you know people hate when people leave shows like that to try and do something else where they just do where they suck they think they're bigger than they are McLean stevenson oh he was hilarious i'm sorry i was just watching another episode today that's why i'm like he was really funny he was really funny on that show but he's not a funny guy and he's an idiot and to leave a successful show like that you're just stupid You're just a stupid man and an ungrateful prick. I don't know who you think you are. So, yes, and Hello Larry is a legendary panned television show, and you can hear how bad it was from just that clip alone. And we've talked about it before because their big, you know, ratings thing they tried to get in May, uh, you know, Sweeps Week, February, whenever it was, was getting Meadowlark Lemon on the show because that's what you did to save your show. You'd get you'd get Metal arc Lemon on your show, and then uh, the whole thing would be like it never happened. You know what I mean? In fact, I, I think I, I have the clip. What color dress are you gonna I
1: don't know what color dress I'm gonna
0: wear. I can't even paint. Oh, you're more sophisticated than I know. Hi. Hi. Hi, Metal Ruthie. Hmm? I have that autographed basketball you wanted. thanks, Meadowlark. Oh, Marion, this is Meadowlark Lemon. We all met him when we were in New York. Oh, hello, Meadowlark. Hi. Hey there. Huh? Can you change a book? Oh, sure. Well, how do you get the pampers over his antlers? <laughs> 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 what the f... What the... He was telling a joke. I just... I still don't understand it. How do you, what does he say? Oh, how do you get a... Oh, can I... Uh, a buck. And get get his pants over his... Oh, God god you know how i like bad sitcoms well that stinks oh and speaking of which um i should have just bought a clip of it um i watched that show crowded last night which is i don't know if you saw um james l brooks the legendary james l brooks who is uh, without a doubt hands down the greatest you know television director of all time television director you know he's not spielberg he's not uh you know scorsese but he's a he's a legendary television director he's Directed in, uh, you know, Taxi, and Cheers, and Friends, and Will and Grace, and Frasier. So they had a big ceremony for his like, you know, thousandth or something, uh, fifty years of show, whatever it was. They're celebrating and NBC. Made a big deal about it. it. Was a horrible show, horrible show. And then they, so, you know, because they, they had Mike and Molly on, you know, and well, it's the smart move because you got Melissa McCarthy, who's a major motion picture star, but Mike and Molly doesn't belong with these, you know, Cheers and and you know friends, um, but they're all talking about uh, crap. What the hell's the name of the thing now? It's uh, with with Patrick Warburton. Um, um, oh no, <laughs> it it just aired last night. What's it, the the kids come back home? Oh my god, why can't I remember the name of the thing? It starts with an E. Oh my god, I'm the worst. Well, I wasn't planning on talking about it, but still. Oh, short term memory loss. Um, that's not good. I'm, I'm actually trying to look it up Because I, I it, Oh my god Crowded? No Is it crowded? Wait, i gonna have to look it up Because I'm gonna I, I can't handle it I, I gotta know I thought it was I, I, I keep wanting to say it's entrapment That's not what it is Crowded I don't know why I thought it started with an E It's called Crowded Well it was a bag of shit I watched, it, I watched the pilot last night And it was horrible now, He's always good He's always good but uh, his wife, horrible woman who plays her, horrible, and the girl from iCarly's on it. Now everybody knows I like those little kid shows iCarly, and I find her very attractive. But she's horrible. She is a horrible actress. Uh, what's her Miranda Cosgrove, horrible, horrible actress. Um, the other girl who plays her sister, horrible. Uh, I don't know the the woman that plays. Um, the wife but she she's a horrible typical horrible sitcom actress this show sucks and i'm going to predict unless i am way off on the pilot maybe i should have watched the second episode but i tried i tried i'm sorry i did watch a little of the second episode just as bad horrible i mean so horrible just makes you angry because you know they're promoting and promoting it this is james l brooks next baby you know uh it sucks. I mean, just sucks. It's like I want you to almost watch it so you know I'm not crazy. My prediction is... My prediction is there's no way it's... Re- if, if, if That James Brooks is the only saving grace for keeping it on the air and maybe because Patrick Warburton has had like three successful series, but other than that, that show should be off the air... I guess they they've probably filmed enough episodes, so it, maybe it finishes, you know, in May, and and that's gotta be it. It's horrid. I mean, just really bad. And you know, I like bad sitcoms. Now, I watched Grandfathered last week with John Stamos because Jeff Ross was on it. My my good pal Jeffrey Ross played the doorman. He was really funny. So I watched Grandfathered, which is on right before or after The Grinder, which is the greatest show ever. Grandfathered is a a regular, basic sitcom. And grandfathered is watchable. It's not good at all. But it is watchable. This crowded is unwatchable and not good. You know how, like, there's lots of shows that are not good, but they're watchable. You know, like I watch that stupid uh, Young and Hungry. because Well, mostly because that girl's hot. The uh, one who used to be on Miley Cyrus Show. Uh, Emily Osmond. Daughter of Haley Joel osmond from The Sixth Sense. Uh, she's really hot. Her roommate, the Spanish girl, is really hot. So I'll watch the show. And it's all about her being hot, you know, and, and doing hot things. So yeah, I'm always gonna watch. This has nothing. I actually was watching because the other sister, not the iCarly girl, was kind of sexy. And I saw her in the, the comic attractions. They, they showed it because they know. They know what I'm looking for, she's kissing another girl, and I'm like, oh well, maybe I'll check it out then. It's so bad and it's so disrespectful and just makes you ang- now, I'm not a parent. So what do I care? But that's how bad it is. I'm watching it as a single person who knows parents and uh, you know, has parents, and I'm just like, I and I know this is this should be a big show because it's all about twenty year olds coming back and living with their parents, and I know that's the way it is now, but I get the feeling nobody wants a show like this. People don't want to admit that that's what's happening, that these millennials, people hate millennials, and they just don't want to admit that this is happening, and nobody wants to discuss that they're moving back in with their family. It's not funny. There's no funny premise to it. Now, if you have good writing and you have good direction, you uh, you know, if you're pitching M.A.S.H., This is about uh, the Korean War and the doctors in the Korean War and they're like, oh, oh, it's a drama. No, 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 it's a comedy. So, I mean, you know, if you're good, you can make it funny. Well, these people aren't good. And I feel bad because my friend Tom Hertz, who I've known for very many years, is the executive producer on it too and I I feel bad. And I think he was doing Rules of Engagement as well so I think he likes working with Patrick Warburton because obviously he's also the executive producer. I'm sorry, Tommy. This show sucks. But Rules of Engagement. How many of you have heard of that? Rules of engagement. Well, that lasted like five seasons somehow. But when I've seen it, once in a blue moon, when it's on Channel 9 or something, it hasn't been horrid. And David Spade is in it, and he's always good. This 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 was really bad. So, it sucks. Um, moving on. Friday, I had a date with uh, possibly... I'm putting out a tweet next week where Russell, Russell, uh, Russell Simmons, Russell, uh, you know, the quarterback from the Seahawks. I, I, I can't think of it now. I'm thinking of Russell Simmons, the 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 rap producer or whatever. Uh, that also is going to drive me crazy. Obviously, I'm losing my mind. Everybody. Um, he just got engaged to one of the hottest black women I've ever seen and uh i actually had a date on friday with one of the hottest women i've ever seen but she's black and you know i that's not me you know i don't you, i don't go out with a lot of black girls i don't know many black people but wow so um she meets me in my lobby and my friend Jody, who you know kenny's wife who i i love and she lives in this building uh, i'm talking to her and then this girl comes in, and I push Jody aside, and I go to you know give her a hug because I know Jody would understand <laughs> because later we talked about it, and he goes, "Oh my God, Dave, I think that's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I'm like, I know that's why I pushed you aside." I mean, this girl is stunning, I mean really just stunning. I was afraid to go out with I've been afraid to go out with her, you know because I really just I've, you know when I go out with a girl like that, I just never feel more Jewy. <laughs> but inside you know just whatever and we went out we had a really good time she's i mean she's ridiculous she lives in the neighborhood too so that was interesting and that was fun um you know uh, i think i told you i went out with her once before and like every we went across the street and every waiter stopped by at the place every single waiter you guys okay yeah we're good why do you guys keep oh I you know, figured it out. Until we had the and then she's like, Well, there's one guy who hasn't come by. It was like, Oh no, he comes by every time you're in the bathroom. I think he's gay. <laughs> he comes by to talk to me. So don't just take all the credit. But that's how pretty she is. I mean, seriously, I don't I don't think she photographs as well as, you know, you see her in person. Uh, but it it, it really is something else. It's uh it's not just me. I thought it was just me, but then like I said, other girls are like, Oh my god Um so that's what I did on Friday. And then Saturday, I went, I did the roller derby thing again. Now, not you know not the announcing the roller derby. remember the this team split off from the horrible evil girls, where I was just getting angry down there to all the girls I like. And they had a fundraiser at this really amazing place in stupid Donellan, New Jersey, which is kind of around where I grew up. This place is called Duke and Roxy's. I mean, what a great little club this is. This guy, he's like into theater and stuff like that. And, you know, he has like burlesque night. He has rock shows. He has all this stuff. It was a great place. Really great location. I got there at 5 o'clock at night. I was emceeing their, their fundraiser and the lip sync battle and derby trivia. And I auctioned off one of the roller skating girls. It was actually kind of fun, you know. I always think they um, don't get my sense of humor, whatever that is. But uh, I think it worked out really well, and I tried to keep it in check. And you know, I had a good time. They're all really nice girls, Um, you know. They didn't. I don't think. I don't know. I, I feel like they don't. They take me for granted sometimes, but because they don't, I don't get paid or anything. I just do it. But they're really nice, and they're just trying their best. And they're not getting paid either. So what what am I doing on Saturday? You know. Well, and it was my sister's birthday too, so. I I finished that Then went over to my sister It was was, I mean it couldn't be more perfect My sister lives 10 minutes away from the place So it was perfect I get to her house Like 10.30 I was there from 5 o'clock Until 10 The lip sync battle Was really cute You know But people People really suck You know You really gotta hand it To Jimmy Fallon The way he does it It's really good Other people just Aren't into it Then the All the derby girls Got up and you know, we're competing against other people. It wasn't even fair because you know you're always going to bet on them anyway. Blah blah blah. And then there was derby trivia, and I got up and I was doing this. Unfortunately, one of the girls came on and, and helped me because they gave me all wrong information, and I didn't know what I was doing. Nobody was paying attention. We were we had a silent auction. I was just reading off the stuff, but I felt good. I wasn't embarrassed or anything. And then I had to auction off wheels. Uh, that's her derby name. She's kind of sexy, very sexy, and she's single. So everybody just kept saying why don't you put you know money in or whatever and I said wouldn't, wouldn't that be creepy Would that be creepy if the MC does I always think they just assume I'm creepy so I didn't want to uh, do anything and then we auctioned her off and some girl one which was way hot uh, and then I found out that girl was married so what's the point but she was gonna I liked the chaperone that was gonna have I don't know We've, but, but nobody was paying attention I was trying to I was really being good about it I think I think they, we sold her for 40 bucks It's pretty sad all the boys were at the bar and this girl was sexy i mean she was hot she's you know blonde hair she was wearing little shorts and all the guys were at the bar and they they i don't know maybe maybe, uh maybe i'm mistaken but uh, it was kind of weird maybe maybe people are embarrassed i I don't think i would have auctioned i wouldn't have put any money either i mean it was mostly girls and one boy who put up money so you know i guess it's just really awkward i was surprised they wanted to do it and you know, I always thought everybody's so politically correct. You can't do Beauty and the Beast at a junior high. How you you auctioning off a girl? But it was all right. So then I went to my sister's house and uh, hung out there until like 3 in the morning, and which was kind of fun. They had a little fire pit, and a couple of us hung out. It was nice. Uh, couple of uh, bo- Both couples that had come to see The Godfather, which was great. So, you know, we could talk about that a little. They'll probably come again next time, which is great. And um, then one of the girls, uh, my friend... Uh, well, I won't say her name, but she was like, "Hey, my kid wants to uh, Facebook you." You know, she just wanted. She wasn't sure if it was cool, and I'm like, "Sure, I guess, yeah, sure, that's fine." Um, this girl's ridiculously hot, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I guess she's 21. She's 21." Uh, you know, she's not 12, but um, you know, then uh, she Facebooked me, and I was looking at her picture. She goes, "See, uh, I can't say." And uh, oh crap, what if she listens to that? <laughs> Oh, it doesn't matter. Everybody knows. I mean, look, she's hot. There's nothing you can do about it. She's way hot. Uh, I feel a little awkward, but I don't think I have to. She's 21. 21. All bets are off. <laughs> I'm I'm trying not to be creepy. I mean, I'm trying to meet girls my age. Oh, in fact, I met one of the girls at the Roller Derby. She's in her 40s. Very pretty. Doesn't look like she's in her 40s at oh, all. Definitely looks like she's in her 20s. And I think she might be able to fix my car, you know? I keep having that trouble with that stupid taillight. And nobody can fix it. And she goes, and she lives in South Amboy. And she goes, yeah, bring it by. I'll fix it for you. And I'm like, oh, that'd be uh, that'd be great. Thanks. And she goes, yeah, yeah. I do a lot of mechanic work. <laughs> it's like really fun. I'm like, oh yeah. And so, what do you say Your brother was a mechanic, and your brother before him, and your father, your uncle on his side, and your cousin. She knew exactly what I was doing. Uh, but it is funny. I think she knows about cars. It's, um, you know, why didn't it ever occur to me to talk to one of the girls, at the roller derby that would probably be able to fix my uh, broken tail light my forever broken taillight which brings me to the end of jury duty which i had again on monday and you know after i told you i filled out that questionnaire and i didn't think they'd call me so then they called me again on monday and you know you're just waiting around i'm sitting in the jury box and then they're like uh can we talk to you uh and then they put me in a room with the judge and like 20 other you know the defendant and the prosecutor especially after watching the oj thing recently you know it's uh, extra funny for some reason. So the judge comes in and he goes, um, just a couple questions. Does your cat really not work now or uh, your cat doesn't work? So it was really funny because I'm like, yeah, she's really lazy. She's not picking up any slack. Uh, we've been auditioning for some commercials, but I'm getting nothing from her. It was really funny. And everybody was laughing. And then he, so the case is about, uh, I don't care, it's about GM, right? Nobody listens. Um, so then he's asking me about my car. And uh, wouldn't it be funny if one of the jurors was listening to the podcast? Like, <laughs> but he's asking me about my car because I wrote it in the questionnaire. You know, I have a Chevy, and he and he, and he go well. It, it, so he goes, so you've uh, had some problems, like your wheel rack fell off, and I'm like, oh yeah, um, yeah, that was really bad. I went to the Sears place, and uh, they said, they, well, first he was like. I'm like, yeah, there's problems. It's 13 years old, so I don't expect. I don't blame GM for you know 13 year old car falling apart. He goes, well, when the real whack fell off, I'm like, oh yeah, that was messed up. I bought it to the Sears shop because you know I don't trust those dealers. You know what I'm saying? So I bought it. To, you know, every time I'm saying it, I guess oh maybe I do mistrust them. I don't know. I'm like they said they'd never seen anything like it is pretty much serious. He goes, do you think you could still be fair and impartial? I'm like, well, like I said, it's a it's an old car. You know, I don't I don't expect uh, you know them to you know it's uh, things happen. You know, it's an old car. And then he goes, so what about the the brakes? You say the brakes are soft? And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm telling you. It's like riding a death trap. Those brakes are ready to give out. And he's like, so you still think you could be fair and impartial? I'm like, well, now that the way you're wording it, uh, I guess not. I should probably be pretty mad, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm going to dismiss you. And I'm like, all right. Well, listen, you guys have been nothing but nice. It was very nice meeting. Everybody, I'll see you later. I'll see you in four years. So I'm out. Thank goodness. I really didn't want to be a part of anything. I guess there are people that want to be a part of jury duty. Not me. I do not. I do not. So then Sunday, right, I get home for Saturday. I stay over my sister's because, you know, I was drinking. I don't want to be driving that death trap. So I get home Sunday, and I'm like, I want I want Taco Bell because they just keep advertising commercials about it, but it's nowhere in my neighborhood. But they have this thing called Postmates where, not like seamless, I can order anything anywhere even if they don't deliver They'll go to, you know, Wolfgang's and pick up a steak for me. You know, you just got to pay a little extra. Uh, They have cars. They got bikes. So I figure I'm just going to get that. So I find a, a place. I just want a taco. And it's difficult to find a goddamn taco around here. So I know it seems ridiculous, but a good one. So I saw that uh, San Loco was on their list, and that was a place down on 8th Street, 2nd Avenue, and I've always liked their tacos. I'm like, you know what? That would be perfect. I'd love to order a couple of taco locos and some nachos, you know? So I ordered all of it, and it turned out, you know, with the delivery charge, it was like $40. And I'm like, I can't spend $40 on a couple of tacos. That's ridiculous. So I went to go look for other food, and all I'm thinking about is the taco locos. I can't, I can't get it out of mind. So I just get it. I just get it. I just go for it. I feel like i deserve it somehow i I have stupid jury duty in the morning you know this sucks Uh, i'm just gonna do it and then i ate the tacos then i'm like that was not worth 40 (laughs) dollars you know that was just like damn it but i ate uh a leftover one last night and it was totally worth it then so i don't know it did last me two meals so i guess that's pretty good um but then monday i just got home i was just so happy to just not be on jury duty i just uh i don't know what i did I feel like i ordered something else to just because that's all i do now I, I don't have any plans i don't know anywhere to go i don't know why so anyway uh but sunday oh so i was watching you know i was excited for selection sunday so little did i know they changed the format they made it two hours everybody's been complaining about this um it's really messed up they they made it they started it at 5 30 i didn't know fortunately i i taped it anyway but I had no idea. Sorry about that. That's exciting, huh? I was watching it anyway, so I picked up and I, like, rewind because I like to go through it slowly, you know? But everybody was complaining that um, it, it, it was two hours this year. Two hours long. But I loved it. I like to stretch it out. But you should have seen people going crazy. I love I like taking it slow. I like to see team by team. I like the reactions. And then I liked what they did this year because now TBS is airing the, the actual championship game, which is really crazy after CBS after all these years, even though they're combined. um, They had Charles Barkley, who's hilarious. And, uh, you know, those guys that do the TNT late at night and stuff. And they had them going over it and building their brackets. I loved it. I like it to go two hours. I don't have a problem with it. It's just funny because The bracket was leaked through Twitter, and CBS is trying to find out who the culprit is. Um, The question is whether it was the real bracket or not, but everybody said it was leaked. And the thing, Selection Sunday, which is, you know, when they tell you who's going to be in the tournament and everybody's waiting, it only started in 1982, and it was 30 minutes long until 2001. And then they expanded it for an hour, and since they've added the Turner broadcast, they expanded it to two hours. But why not? I I enjoyed it. I I mean, what am I doing on Sunday at that time? You know, I don't know why everybody's complaining about. it. I guess it's the way I complain about like American Idol or something going two hours. It um, it just it just didn't bother me. I I enjoyed it. So I don't know. Should we just? I don't know. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get to it. I'm just gonna do it. I guess I'm gonna do. It. I don't you know. I don't feel like. What should I read this? Maybe I'll just read the highlights. You know, well, let me let me tell you before we do that. Let me, you know, because, well, all right. I'll tell you this. I, I'm not going to do the whole thing because I'm bored myself, and I'm going to be bored when I hear it later, right? So, in one bracket, I've got North Carolina going the whole way, and the other one, I got Michigan State. But in uh, in one of them, in the North Carolina one, I have UConn going to the national championship. You know, UConn had made me a cup uh, a little money last week. You know, because I've been betting because I've been so bored. Uh, and I have them going. They're a nine seed, but I have them going all the way. I got Kansas going, and this is the first round. So Colorado against UConn. I got UConn in in both sheets. I'm not taking Colorado at all. I got Maryland uh, in one. I got Maryland in both. And I have Hawaii in both, too, playing California because I love Hawaii. They made me a lot of money last week, and I'm all about Hawaii. Now, This this is what happened and this is why why do I like Hawaii this is this is what happened I taped this off the TV when they announced that Hawaii was going to be the uh, 13th seed over California at the point, Mike Dom comes off the bench. That's going to be a tough game. Moving on, the fourth seed in the South and the second team out of the Pac-12, the Golden Bears of California, who won 22 regular season games, 23 regular season games, for only the fourth time in the last 56 seasons. That's a team with two lottery picks in their starting lineup. Likely three first-round draft picks with Tyrone Wallace to go along with Jalen Brown. And, uh, Ivan Rabb. And Ivan Rabb. California, a very, very talented team that is peaking at the right moment. I love the Bears. And well coached by Quanzo Martin. Colorado and Maryland. Who is on their plate out of the Big West. The Rainbow Warriors oh. of Hawaii, the number 13 seed in the South. Oh, man, I tell you what, that Hawaii team is dangerous. Roderick Bobbitt and also Stefan Jankovic, a big mobile, big guy who can shoot the ball and score inside. That will not be an easy game for California. I, I like you know how I love when those guys get serious. Like, whoa Oh, my goodness! I love when they do that. That's uh, just always so entertaining to me where they're so into it, just like I am. You know, I'm looking at it. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> so I like when they do it. They don't take it that seriously. But, um, yeah, I like Hawaii. I've always liked Hawaii. You know I love the rainbows. I love, Bet- you know, for years. I love betting them after midnight when they played football. They were a high-scoring team. I know this is just basketball, but... That's the problem, you know, going with my heart. California's really good, but I got Hawaii in both brackets. I got uh, Arizona and one, both. In st- Wichita State won last night. Uh, I got Miami, one of Buffalo, in the other. And Iowa, I got Temple in both and Villanova in the brackets. And then I got UConn, like I said, going all the way. You know, I don't trust Villanova. Villanova chokes every year, so... And one, I got them them both going to the Sweet 16, but I got UConn uh, pulling it off and Maryland going all the way uh, to the Final Four in another. I don't know. I don't know anything about Maryland. I don't know. Um, Where am I going? I I wanted to uh, uh, play the theme again. You can't get enough of it. Yeah, I guess I really can. I don't know why it's bothering me. And Oregon, what are they doing? I didn't even know they were good. Uh, that Holy Cross is playing tonight. We don't know what they're going to be doing. Uh, Saint Saint Joe Cincinnati, I, you know who that's the eight 9 seed. I got you know switch them up. You don't know Baylor Yale. I got Baylor one, Yale and on the other Yale could totally beat Baylor. Duke, Duke. I got no matter what texas northern iowa that's your split Six, eleven. you know i don't know you pick texas in one northern iowa and the other texas a&m i got going all the way they made me a lot of money this week so i've been following them texas a&m three steed i got them going all the way to the sweets all the way to the elite eight in one and then i got them going to the national championship in the other texas a&m i've been watching them so yeah Uh, Oregon State, VCU, got that mixed up. That's a 7-10, you know, Oklahoma going. And then, uh, you know, I got Duke going to the final four and one. Why not? Them beating Texas A&M and then Texas A&M beating Duke in the other. Because how do you not pick Duke? You see what they did last year? They were like a, you know, you can't count out some of these teams that just come out of nowhere like UConn and Duke and just end up winning the whole thing even though they're low seeds. They're just, they're coached well. The players know to go there. I mean, it's just, you know. Why not? Let's just move on really quick. North Carolina is supposed to, you know, everybody's saying they're going to win the whole thing, so I got them winning another thing. I didn't even know they were good this year. I had not been following until just recently, you know. And um, I have um, USC in once and Providence in the other, but I like USC. I like USC. I don't know why. I actually wanted it. I, I, I bet on that one. I think you know what I'm talking about. Indiana over Chattanooga. Uh, I got that in both. Kentucky. I got Kentucky. I got Kentucky in both. Um, I was gonna pick Stony Brook, but Stony Brook is um, stupid and a stupid name. Uh, Notre Dame, uh, obviously. Uh, anyway, I got them over because um, Michigan and Tulsa. That's a play-in game. Who cares? West Virginia. S.F. Austin. I got. I got split. Split that up. You know, 14 and a three seed. Uh, That always happens as S.F. Austin usually wins the first round, so that's a good upset. Wisconsin-Pittsburgh, I pick Pittsburgh all the time because I hate Wisconsin because I hate the people that go there. Um, And Xavier I have uh, both times. So I got North Carolina going all the way. I got Xavier going to the Elite Eight in both and, uh, and Kentucky going all the way to the final four and one and North Carolina the other. Seems fair pretty pleased with these two brackets you know and then um and then uh the just to finish it off i have Ver- virginia obviously uh one of them i have Vir- i have virginia losing to michigan state both times in both things uh i have texas tech and butler i switched uh, i have butler both times butler both times the the nine seed both times over texas tech Purdue, Little Rock, I have, oh my God, I have Little Rock in both. I don't know why. I think I just hate the name Purdue. In both, I picked the 12 upset. Little Rock, I guess, I think, maybe I would read something about them. Iowa State, Iona, oh, I picked Iowa State in both of them. Iona sucks. They stink. They're like a local team somewhere, and they stink. Uh, Put everything on Iowa State on that one. And Seton Hall and Gonzaga, I got them switched up. You know, Seton Hall, I don't I don't know. They're, they're, I'm rooting for them, I guess, a little, but they're local. I know some people that went there. They also play at the Prudential Center. That's their home. So I'm rooting for them. But how do you bet against Gonzaga? It's one of those, like, Duke-UConn teams that can just come out of nowhere, right? Utah-Fresno State, I got uh, both, you know, Fresno State, one, Utah, and the other. Fresno State's very good. Uh, and uh, here's the other one, Dayton-Syracuse. I have Dayton in both. Uh, do you want to ask me why? Oh, um, then I'll play it for you. And Middle Tennessee, the 7th seed in the Midwest region, the Dayton Flyers, Coach Archie Miller's club, first regular season conference title since 2004, our third Atlantic 10 team, and they will take on 10th seeded Syracuse, the team out of the Atlantic Coast Conference. They lost 5 of 6 down the stretch, and here's a key factor. They lost to St. John's. No team should be in this NCAA tournament that lost to St. John's this year. How angry was that guy? I mean, you see where they go, and Syracuse. What? He, he was, like, shocked that Syracuse even made the tournament. But, you know, sometimes they put them in because it's Syracuse. It's like we were talking about. Now, Syracuse hasn't been as good as Duke or UConn or, uh, you know, even Gonzaga. But they're Syracuse, so sometimes you just they get the luck of the draw because they're Syracuse. But this guy is even saying, so I didn't even bet him on That's a 7-10 one. I'm putting the 10 each time because he's like, they lost to St. John's. St. John's is horrible. And the last one's Michigan State, Michigan State Middle Tennessee. I love Middle Tennessee. Been winning money on Middle Tennessee, but there's no way and I would I would bet on that at any normal thing, but Michigan State always screws me when you bet against them. So that's why I have them going to the final 4 in both and winning the whole thing in one of them against Texas A&M because they just will screw you every time. I don't know what it is about it. In football, and basketball, I always get screwed by Michigan State. And so to not have that happen, I take them. You know what I'm talking about. Or maybe you'd be better if I just said it like this. da 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 Da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. the music you don't know. Da 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 they still won't get to the good part. They're they're, they're letting it slide. da 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 It just keeps repeating until it gets to the good part. You know what it is, you know what we're waiting for. Still just duh. You know we're waiting for the Oh, it's coming. Is this it? I feel I feel like it is. Here it comes. Here comes the big finale. Here it is! what the hell am i getting so excited what has happened to me i'm like those guys in the thing and the orange men of syracuse what what that was a white guy saying that you know it would have been funnier with the black guy going excuse me because that's what charles barkley does and he's funny and um the other guy i can't think of his name they're so funny together those tnt guys they're really funny so Charles Barkley's on the show and he's just having fun. He can't work the teleprompter. It's hilarious. I'm not sure what everybody was complaining about. What were you worried about? That you weren't going to catch 60 minutes on time? It's a Sunday night. You're not doing anything else. All the college sports are finished. Who cares if they draw it out? And it's not like you're not getting it's not like American Idol where you gotta wait two hours to see the ending. They're giving you stuff one at a time. There's four different brackets to give. So you're getting stuff Every, you know, half hour. Who cares? Sissies. Yeah. What's that all about? Uh, so let me just talk about a couple of other things. Um, oh, yeah. I read this article last week or this week about a girl her name is Santa maloney this is in the post she leaves court in queens on sunday after being charged with a dwi in connection with a tragedy in which an off-duty police officer's car hit her friend's vehicle launching the pal off the elevated white stone expressway so technically she's involved with a murder in a way. Well, the girl's near death. She's in a coma. This is her best friend. And now, now now follow me on this because maybe I'm missing something. The girl, this girl Samantha Samantha Maloney, she uh was drunk. Uh she was still wearing, they say still heels from a night out of partying. And uh she was a nursing student uh, and and okay. So Right. Okay. I'm just getting the story straight. She admitting having down at least one vodka. Who cares? It doesn't matter because the thing is, uh, she was driving. But then they're missing all the point in the paper. She got a flat tire on the way home. Okay. So nobody caught her driving drunk. She got a flat tire on the way home, and I mean I know it's better. I'm just saying. The facts is she got a flat tire on the way home, and then called her friend at 3 in the morning, uh, the girl who is in a coma now, and called her friend, can you help me? And uh, she uh, rushed to her friend's aid and an off-duty EMT. Oh, and an off-duty EMT driving home from work also pulled over to help. An EMT, an off-duty. So this girl begged the EMT not to call 911 uh and and, and and see here's the weird part um and, and so she so her and her friend are sitting there trying to whatever they're doing with the flat tire, the EMT's helping and then all of a sudden an off duty cop crashes into her friend's car and drives her off the uh, off the medium or something it, it, it's it's so not clear. And and for some reason the the girl who was not in her car is charged with with a misdemeanor but could upgrade if this girl dies. It, it's very confusing why the cop the off duty cop is not the one in trouble. He hit the car which hit her friend. Why is this girl being charged with anything? But I mean she wasn't she couldn't be charged with drunk driving. They didn't catch her drunk driving um you know what i'm saying it's the off-duty cops car they say he took a breathalyzer test but i'm sure he was drunk cops are, are always they're the ones that get into the most accidents because you know they know they can i'm not blaming the i love the cops i do like the cops but i know they drive drunk but so do i um because i feel safe with the fact that they get it um we all drive drunk Try not to sometimes As you know this Saturday and stuff I I didn't but Sometimes there's no way out of it You gotta get home You just have to know yourself But these off duty cops are the ones that get into the most accidents And they usually keep it a secret But why isn't he charged He's the one that They said he wasn't drunk He doesn't see that there's cars on the road And he hit the thing I think there's more to this story And it's just kind of weird right I don't think I'm missing anything there that girl was fixing a flat tire and an off-duty cop ran into her. Something's up. I like cops. I think firemen are cheaters and liars. Although I like a lot of them. It's a case-by-case basis, but I prefer cops over firemen. Yeah, I, I went there. The 7 train, I don't know if you know anything about the subways here in the city, but the ex- the 7 train goes all the way to the sh- uh, city field, All the way to Times Square. And they just expanded it after all these years. They've been planning this expansion to take you to the Javits Center, which is all the way on the west side with no transportation, since 1969. I'm serious. They've been planning this forever. They couldn't get You know how corrupt everything is. The construction started in 2007, 10 years later. They finally have it finished. It cost $2.4 billion, and now it's full of mold, leaks, flooded bathrooms, and water damage. Can you believe it? They did a shitty job. It took them 10 years. It took them over that with just the nonsense of all the political stuff, and they messed it. The $2.4 billion. And they didn't get it right in this day and age. And the reason I bring it up is because the the subway, and we've talked about this a 100 times, they were built in 1904, and somehow the subways have been not perfect, but they run really well until for some reason it started just the weather started being worse and everything got worse as if the people that built it years ago just didn't think it would ever rain that hard. But still, you got to hand it. In 1904, that means they were building it. In, in, in 1896, they were, they were, nothing has changed. Whoever was building it went bankrupt. They had to wait until 1898 and then, in, uh, you know, to, to actually build it because nothing has changed. It's all politics and nonsense. But can you imagine building underground in the 1900s? They probably didn't have the machines they have today. And now they do have the machines they have today. And it still takes 10 years. That's pretty bad. In 1922, the mayor of New York, you know Mayor Hyland, he was good. He revealed plans to build a hundred miles of new lines, with construction completed in 1925. Took three years to build a hundred miles of new lines. They couldn't go less than a mile in ten years. 2.4 billion dollars, and they couldn't get it right. They were talking about again. Remember, they were trying to bring the Summer Olympics here. Oh my God. What a disaster That would have been Except that I would have Rented out my apartment For like you know Double Just live at my mother's Mother having the Olympics Would have been totally worth it And remember They were trying to build The jet stadium over here Oh my god That would have sucked That's That's when we were out You know Because I had jet season tickets For 10 years And then we were like we're not, I'm not going to Manhattan Because it's Because they were going to Cut out the tailgating You know That's the only reason I like going The tailgating That's it For me You know you know what I'm talking about? What's happening, everybody? So anyway, my niece got a bracket, so now we uh, get to talk. Um, you know, it's funny. I always wondered what mothers, grandmothers, and aunts always said. Like, oh, I wish my niece would call me. Um, <laughs> oh, I guess I've become that age where I'm like, I'm oh, I'm so excited. My niece is asking me for bracket help. She's calling me. Well, that's what it's come down to. I mean. I think I would have wanted to talk to an uncle like me. The problem was the people we were talking to just sucked. They had nothing to say, and they were boring people. That's why I always try and be honest with the kids, and they tell them all this nonsense, and I, kind of, I tell them what I'm doing. I just do all the talking, and it's never like, well, my foot hurts. I'm thinking about going to the doctor. No, I usually tell them exciting stuff. Hey, I hung out with uh, Bob Saget and his two uh, daughters yesterday. You got to be interested in that, right? I wasn't getting that from my grandparents. Or my uncles or aunts. I wasn't getting that kind of material. Because then I would have been like, oh man, that's amazing. I'm giving A plus stuff. And I'm still not getting the love. And I don't know why I should go see this Beauty and the Beast now. It's a waste of my time. Oh, and April 2nd, I'm supposed to go to this party in Asbury Park. April 2nd. April 2nd. That's the national championship. That's the final four. Who would schedule that's like scheduling something on St. Patrick's Day where we just want to have a party a birthday party for a friend, but it turns out it's at an Irish bar on St. Patrick's Day. You're gonna schedule a party then. They're opening the new Chick fil A on 46th and 6th. I gotta be up there for that. And Rihanna is at the Prudential Center. Well, April 2nd has turned into the end all of of, of, of of all things April. I don't have time for nonsense in April. And meanwhile, I have time for all of this because I'm doing nothing. What am I doing for St. Patrick's Day? Well, I think I'm going to go to this place called Shorty's in the afternoon and watch some of the games. Maybe, but I'm nervous. It's St. Patrick's Day. You know how I hate going to, you know, bars on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, by the way, I got to tell you this. Uh, I'm at the dry cleaners today and they, they have a calendar there and I'm looking at it and right on March 1st, in big letters, it just says Jew. I swear to God. So I go, hey, um, do I have something going on here March 1st? And they're like, "They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, no, it's just a big letter that says Jew, so I was just wondering if I'm supposed to be here. Uh, was, that, was that when you were returning my uh, laundry or something? You know, I was making fun, to, you know, obviously, just to see what they were going to say. So they go, oh, no, no, no. You, you pay on time. And I'm like, w- what? <laughs> I didn't, I just let it go, and I'm like, oh, well, that's very kind of you. And then I walked away, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. So because there was, it said Jew, and then there was a phone number. As if this guy, this Jewish guy, doesn't pay on time. <laughs> you know what? I don't even know. There's no punchline. There's no heads or tails to it. They were just really adamant about it. No, no, no. You're a good Jew. You pay on time. This Jew, and we have his number. He's not paying. Is that the strangest thing you've ever heard? It's like, I want to find out more. I, I, I want to go back there tomorrow and see if it's still up there. It's just the big letters, and I assume half their clients are Jewish. I. It's kind of weird, right? It's funny as hell. Um, you know, listen, some of the Jews just aren't as, uh, you know, they don't tip like I do. You know, we get a bad rap. The blacks get a bad rap, too. Um, I've never actually seen a black person tip well, but I have heard there must be some, maybe some celebrities I have seen Jewish people tip well. David Tell is an outstanding tipper. Uh, my friend Lawrence has always been a good tipper, and he just, you know, looks really Jewy. Um, I'm a very good tipper. Too much. Sometimes my friends get angry, but, um, you know, I th- always feel like everybody should be a waiter once in their life because that is the only way you'll understand why you need to be a good tipper because you'll understand where your money comes from. But, uh,. Then I've also been with a lot of waitresses who don't, no, no, they always tip well, I guess. Oh, they, they always tip well, but they're very demanding. They're surprisingly bitches when it comes to dealing with people that are in their profession. I guess because they're comparing, they're like, I would never do it like that. I would never do it like that. And I get that. But I just wish they wouldn't do it in a place where I know everybody or I know the waitstaff. You know, that's when it's always uh, bad. And it's always the hottest girls, too. Why is that? Why is that? Well, that's our show for today. It's not a not a classic, not a classic. So next week, I think I might have a couple of uh, kids I went to college with as my guests, which would be really fun. And uh, we'll just talk about nonsense and uh, bullcrap and see how we're doing in the uh, in the tourney and uh, hopefully I'll be doing good. I think I breeze past that where it won't be too boring or anything, even though, you know, it comes out tomorrow, Thursday. You'll be able to see. And then, you know, if you're checking on mine and then making your picks and listening to some of my suggestions, you'll be able to still put them in in time. And then I'm sure by 1220, my bracket will be already busted. That's what usually happens. But I got to tell you, I'm very excited. The first Thursday of the tournament's very exciting. I just wish it wasn't on St. Patrick's Day. But Whatever. And next Thursday, I gotta go to Staten Island to help Steve with his Sweet Sixteen pool. You know how I, you know, I'm the uh, the IT guy in that one. But you know, I love going to Staten Island once a year to the bar there. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Dave Justgall Podcast.